Good evening. This is Arlo Johnson in Vernon, British Columbia at uh, 8.54, just about 9 p.m. on July the 19th. Pretty warm day, summer. I notice I didn't say global warming, I just said, no, summer, it's hot. <laughs> well, many things can be coming up, people are guessing, they're all, putting all kinds of names on things. Anyway, what? why am I on here doing these things? I often wondered and asked myself. You know, and, uh, you know, are you, do you have a, a common audience you want to attract or talk to or whatever? And I guess the answer is yes. You. Because <laughs> you and I have the same problem along with every other person on this planet. We're closer to seeing our end, end ending or exit on this planet t today than we were yesterday. So it's, it's a, some game that's just chopped every day. You know, and uh, the, the uh, audience, I mean, going for whatever, I don't know what it is, but it's most likely every single person that's alive. The one big question is, what happens to me after this is over? Or if I get hit by a train tomorrow? <clears throat> People want to know. And that's the <laughs> curious thing about human beings. I mean, we really do want to know. You know, there's a person on the planet who doesn't want to talk about the weather. Let's talk about it every day. Can't do a thing about it, but they talk about it. You know, I've noticed on on YouTube and uh, channels on YouTube, there's, you know, all kinds of them, but there's one that's on there pretty, uh, he's on there, you know, regularly. And he's, uh, I guess, I don't know, a preacher or something like that. But uh, he's a big promoter of the rapture. I saw one, I think it was yesterday or whatever. Well, we're, uh, you know, more or less, we've got, we're on the tail end of our exit out of this world. We're, we're leaving. And what's going to happen to people that don't believe us? And stuff like that. And, you know, I'll admit, I'll admit that that uh, there's most likely all kinds of people want to believe that. But here's the thing that's the dangerous thing. Uh, maybe many of you weren't around 30, 40, 50 years ago. I was. And I never heard a peep about that. Until maybe the last 15 years. Maybe something like that. That I, I you know, it's been promoted and, and all over the place and different, uh, you know, uh, evangelical, evangelical uh, groups and churches, groups and whatever. They all, all of a sudden, that's the train they're on. And I don't see it. I mean, I would have known about that if Jesus would have said anything about it. I'd, I'd say, yes, let's, let's pay attention to this. 
You never said anything like that. And if you want to make sure, get a red letter Bible and read what he said to the last three and a half years he was preaching and doing things. Here's the thing. <clears throat> the big prophecy in the Bible is the tribulation, the end days, and Jacob's trouble. It doesn't say about anybody else. It says Jacob's trouble. Jacob trouble means one family. Jacob had 12 sons way, way back, a long time ago. And ten of them were taken over by Assyrians and made to wander all through the Caucasian mountains and all that stuff and finally end up in Western Europe after 25, 120 years. That's a long time. And who are the people? Well, I think you're looking at one. I don't know about you, but if you're a white person, you're most likely from those 10 tribes of Israel. You're an Israelite. And the Jews and the Benjamin, tribe of Benjamin and tribe of Judah are the ones who stayed in southern Israel. And they were taken out too, mind you, but then they got back. But if the Bible's a big push on the end days that people talk about and the tribulation, and if you read, if you read Revelation, Pay attention because it spells it right out. The four horsemen uh, and the apocalypse and then the, the uh, uh, trumpets and the plagues and uh, whatever. One after another. Just one after another. Just And remember it said Time of Jacob's trouble. Well, I never realized it until a few years ago, but it looks like I most likely am from an Israelite background. Because it all comes down through the line of people. And when it says it's Jacob's trouble, that means it's my trouble. And if you're a white guy, it's your trouble. And all over the world, uh, United States is a lot of white people. Europe is a lot of white people. Not a whole bunch of white people in Africa. And there's not a bunch, really a big bunch in South America. There is, but there's, they're not all white. And China? No. India? No. Africa? No. But Jacob's trouble. But it says he will be saved out of it. But he's going to go through it. And uh, there's going to be one, uh, what is it, one third of the people on the planet are going to be killed. One way or the other. 
Now, I'm sure that God knows exactly who's going to be killed, where they're going to be killed, how they're going to be killed. That's all a part of his, if you could look at his big book, you'd know too. But it's in his plan, absolute plan. So, when you say to me that, well, you know, just uh, believe with us that uh, God is going to rapture us out of here, you know. We're not going to be around for this Jacob's trouble business. Oh, no. I wouldn't count on it. What happens if you, if you believe that and it doesn't happen? What happens? Well... Not too much, except you're, you're going to be pretty messed up. And uh, you may have a problem because you're doing, you're believing something that God didn't, didn't say. And, you know, people have the strangest idea that God is like a man. He is not a man. He may look, we may look like him, but he's not a man. He has existed forever and has all power, all knowledge, all everything. All of him. Everything. He says, the cattle on the thousand hills are mine. The fish in the sea are mine. When he says that, he means mine. And that may be hard to swallow, but it's his. And when we say his, it's not a gray old man. No. It's an entity that has all power and has always existed. And you can't. He has a way, a certain, certain criteria. That uh, certain, there's certain criteria that's going to have to happen because... You can't, you'll never be able to live in his kingdom forever unless you're a certain person and you have certain traits and you believe certain things because that's forever. And so he, he knows exactly who can and who can't because if they can't, they would be a one big pain in the butt and would have to, would cause problems continually. No, that's not the idea of, of uh, God's kingdom. The, the experiment is over. It's done. The choice has been made between good and evil, and God wants sons. And when he says sons, he wants sons who love him. And will be with him and he will be with them forever. Now that is even hard to understand, you know. Forever is a is a thing that's just beyond our be able to grasp it. So if uh, this business of Jacob's trouble is my trouble and your trouble. If you're a white person there's a good chance that it's going to be your trouble. And it's not a Chinaman's trouble. Or people from India, or maybe from Africa. It doesn't talk about that. 
Jacob's, when he says Jacob, he means the whole tribes of Israel, Israelites. The people in Israel are just a small, tiny buck touch of how many Israelites there are in the world. Hundreds of millions. The, uh, you know, even in the book of Revelation, uh, I, it, it really makes me wonder, but it says it right there that the, the, the city of God is made and things, I, I know they're all sort of, uh, they uh, refer to, uh, you know, Israelites, different Israelites. And uh, not to anybody else. So, huh. the thing, and the other thing that it says there is that Jesus said, in the kingdom of God, there will be the people who are the least. And he says, there will be people who are the most. Now, that means there's no such thing as an even deal. Everyone's equal here, blah, blah, blah. No way. I don't think God works that way. And so that means there's a huge range of whatever. The city of God is bigger than some countries that are on planet Earth now. Bigger than, than some in Europe, bigger than a lot of European countries. You know, it's, uh, you drive 1,500 miles across and then 1,500 miles straight up, you're covering a lot of territory. It would cover, cover several states. In fact, in some places, it would cover, cover a whole bunch of states. But in Europe, it, you know, it's almost like cover... Europe and whatever, uh, France and whatever. That's how big it is. So, uh, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. So, I would, I would actually recommend saying to people who have been, you know, uh, brought into this rapture business to be very careful about what they're being told. I don't think it's a situation where if you believe in that, God will cut you off. Or if you don't believe in it, God will cut you off. No. That's a man-made deal. They can twist and call little words all kinds of stuff. No. They cannot look me in the eye and say, well, Jesus really talked about this. Jesus talked about the thing. He talked about hell more than anything. And basically told people that you have to follow the commandments. You've got to do that. You're not supposed to do that. And in other places it said, if you believe, it basically says, if you believe I can, came to this earth to die for your sins that God sent me. And the thing is, God did send him because that was agreed on and decided before there was anything, before the world began. 
The earth most likely was here, but no world. <clears throat> you know, the planet most likely has been here for a long time. Maybe a lot of planets. Now it also says that everything is going to disappear. Not everything. Is the earth going to remain? I mean, there's not, must be kind of the other things too. But, <clears throat> you know, says the earth is going to remain and it's going to be purged because God Almighty is so holy that he can't, he has to be in a totally, basically holy place, a, pur a purged place, a clean place. So to do that, he has to purge the entire planet Earth in fire to purge it and to get rid of every vestige there is of the human race that is on this planet. Everything possible. And it's a, it's a, he's going to clean up the planet by fire, by heat. And the water, the sea is going to disappear. I've been on cruise ships and I've sat on them and wondered, how did all this water get here? I mean, it just boggles the mind. And it's such a, a strange uh, uh, material, you know. You, it freezes, it gets hard. It's hot, it goes to vapor, steam, and cools off, it goes to liquid. And our bodies are made, three quarters of it is basically water. I've always said that, <laughs> that when we expire, it's like a wet spot on the rug. That's about, we don't amount to too much then. Some bones, maybe. You know, Negroes have songs about them bones. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. As far as the audience I'm going for is people who want to know what is going on. And it is possible to know. And the other thing is, it's absolutely possible. Well, I can't guarantee it because God decides that. I couldn't save anybody for a second. Or can, nor can any preacher. They can pretend and call it all kinds of things and get people into a big swanny deal. No. It's most likely you, yourself, and the Creator have to talk it over. And you have to acknowledge that He is God. And He says that. Be still and realize that I am God. That's, that's the, most likely the big first step. And, and realize how fortunate you are to be able to absolutely talk and communicate with the creator of the whole universe, who has all power, whatever, and he can talk to a million at a time, or two billion at a time, doesn't matter. 
but you have to talk them in the right way with the right scenario. You have to say, you know, Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. And he says that's the only way you can, he will listen to you or tune in to you. It has, you have to come under the auspices of Jesus Christ who paid for your right to do that. And he will listen then. If you're, I mean, being humble is a, you know, the main thing. He wants people to be humble, not to be, you know, remember, uh, what was his name? I don't know, Matt, somewhere. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. I, every day I look in the mirror and I get better looking every day. <laughs> to know me is to love me. I must be a hell of a man. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble, but I'm doing the best that I can. <laughs> That's bad. I, I used to get a kick out of that. <laughs> anyway, enough for that. I want to say God bless you because he's waiting for you to talk to him. Yes, please do. Thank you very much and good night.